Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with EXP. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent, this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Hub. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? I'll, I'll take that as good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, fantastic. So, fantastic. So first and foremost, I want to introduce my partner, Scott Moeller. Scott, give us a holler. What's up, everybody? All right. All right. So, um, so Scott, you know, as we discussed, we feel that this four week series is going to be absolutely action packed um, and very, very critical moving forward into this changing market. And this is how we're going to adapt and thrive, not adapt and survive, but adapt and thrive. We're going to talk about identity and branding today and how important it is to have that online to establish your online presence. Scott, you want to jump into um, identity for me? Yeah, thanks, Asher. Um, you know, there's... There's so much that goes into um, identity and branding. And I remember when I first got into real estate, I had no clue who I was. Literally, I would I would do anything to get a listing or a, obtain a buyer. And it just left me miserable. I, li I literally was on the roof cleaning gutters. I was a landscaper. I was a roofer. You know, I was just trying to, to obtain business, but it, it left me lacking, you know, who I was and, and building a brand. And, and I was getting business through working hard, but I didn't know who I was and I, and I wasn't happy, you know, being a, an entrepreneur. So finding out who you are and finding your identity is, is key to building a memorable and long lasting brand. And it's going to make you happy at the end of the day, you're going to go home excited because you're being who you are out there on social media to your clients. Um, and you get to go home being true to yourself. So if you don't know who you are now, you, you have to find that out. You need to find out what your identity is and that is going to correlate with your purpose. And once you have that, you can catapult that into your branding strategy. And one of the, the big reasons I fell in love with Asher is because he knows exactly who he is, right? He's He skateboards. Um, he, he can rap. He can sell houses. He's a family man. He loves Jesus. He's all these things. I can, I can name five more easily. Because he's out there branding himself every day. He's not ashamed of who he is. He knows exactly who he is. And it's attractive, right? It doesn't matter. I don't skateboard. But for some reason, when I watch Asher's videos of him kick flipping and, and going off five, you know, five foot stairs, 
I'm a, I like it. You know, I get excited. It's attractive. I, I want to know this guy. And so he's being himself. And that's what's really attractive. And um, maybe Asher can like, how, how did you find out who you were and why weren't you scared to just throw it all out there? Because we'll get into me in a little bit. I was scared to, to tell the world, you know, who I was. Um, thanks, Scott. And I think that's really, really critical to answer that question. What made me comfortable coming out and being myself? Although in theory, it's what we should all do. We should all want to be ourselves because that's who God created us to be. Um, there's enough carbon copies of, of people trying to be other people. And there's the people that are just comfortable being themselves. But you want to know how I came into that? I came into it by failure. I came into it thinking that I needed to be like everybody else in the beginning because I didn't really know how to be a real estate agent, how to be an entrepreneur. So I looked around to the right and to the left and I said, okay, they're doing this, they're doing that. Let me fall into the assembly line and let me copy what other people are doing because it's a copycat business, right? So I found out very quickly that that wasn't going to work for me. Trying to fit in was not going to allow me to stand out. Right. Let that sink in. I was trying to fit in, but it didn't help me stand out at all. And we all know in real estate, if you don't stand out in this sea of real estate agents, you're going to be like just another fish just swimming on by. There's no way for people to, to distinguish you from every other real estate agent. And it makes them hard for, hard for them to choose. So for me, I got to a point where I got frustrated. I said, I have to do something different to get different results because if I keep doing this, I'm going to go insane, which is the definition, by the way. So what I did is I said, you know what? I'm going to do the easiest thing that I know how to do. And that's be myself. I'm just going <laughs> to be myself. I don't have to try to be myself. I don't have to think about being myself. I can just wake up and be myself. I've been being myself for 34 years now, but I wrote down a few questions here is first of all, who are you, right? You have to ask yourself who you are. Secondly, how did you become who you are? Go back to your childhood. What are some things that you used to like to do that have transcended into your adult life that has shaped your character? Uh, number three, what is unique about yourself? right? Do you speak another language? Um, are you a coach? Do you coach your son's baseball team? Do you coach your daughter's cheer team? What makes you unique? What stands out about you? Number four, being authentic is valuable. Your value lies in your authenticity, not in you trying to copy someone else and be like someone else, because now you are letting their light shine and not yours. And number five, being yourself is so easy. You wake up and do you. So I just wanted to stop there um, and let's shift into how this transitions into branding, right? First, knowing you who you are and then transitioning into how do you create a brand off of that? Scott, can you touch base on branding? Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll backpedal one, one step here. So for me, um, 
I didn't really find out who I was until I got into real estate because I was kind of forced to, to figure it out. Like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. What am I doing with my life? How do I, how do I gain business? You know, how, how do I, um, you know, generate leads and, and, and brand myself. And so it was, it was kind of cool that entrepreneurship kind of forced me to reflect. Cause when you first get into real estate, you got a lot of time, you wake up every day and you're like, what am I going to do? Like, how, how do I get business? And so um, for me, it was to be a Christian. I, I, I wanted to, to follow Christ. I, I wanted to be a real Christian. Right. And so I had to ask myself, okay, well, what does that look like? You know, like, and it forced me to, to reflect on who I wanted to be. And I, I, I wasn't necessarily, you know, who I wanted to be at that time, but I knew who I wanted to be. So it forced me to write it down and, and then go after it and then figure out what that looks like. And then I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a man. I wanted to, you know, to have a beard and, and to have lead men groups and, uh, you know, read books on how, how to be good, good men, a good father, a good husband, um, you know, a good, a good man in, in our society and in, in my community. So what does that look like? And so I really had to shift, uh, you know, the videos I was making, the marketing that I was doing and, and then, and then throw it out there. So leads to your question, you know, wh what do you do once you find out who you want to be or, or, or who you are, your identity? And I got this from, from Tom Ferry and, and he, he said just exactly what you said, Asher, don't copy everybody. Don't be a copycat when, when you're marketing and branding. And, and he gave the example of sending out mailers, right? And every real estate agent is like, in the last three years sold, sold hundred K over asking, you know, and got generated 10 offers, 12 offers. And everybody's saying the same thing. Everybody's posting on Facebook and Instagram, the same exact thing. And it's, it's just going to get lost in the crowds, right? Be the purple cow. So um, in terms of marketing and branding, you want to say things like, Hey, I can guarantee to sell your house, you know, over listing. I can guarantee you, uh, you know, the best marketing, the best videos, the best photos um, that real estate has to offer. And then put that on, on your marketing, put that in, in your branding. Right. And so um, for me, it was changing the verbiage on our, on our marketing, on our mailers, on our, on our posts for social media. Um, and then, Again, once you find out your your identity, that becomes your your purpose, and now you have a mission. And so you throw your purpose out there, and you just you throw it online. And this is what this is what we're doing. This is who we are, and this is who we're collabing with. And you're going to attract all sorts of people uh, to your network, to your uh, to your client list, you know, to your pipeline. And these are going to be people you're going to want to work with, right? And that uh, for the longest time, I was scared to talk about God, you know, in, in front of my clients. And, and now I'm generating people who, who believe in God. And, and now I can, throughout my day, my work day, I can, I can talk about God. And, and that's just for me, but that makes me happy throughout the day, right? So I can, I can brand that. I can put it on my social media. I can, I can 
put it on my mailers. I can, I can stand out as a Christian and as a man with a beard and, you know, all these other things that, that I encompass. And so throw that on your branding, put it in your mailers, put it in your social media. And then when you have, this is key, you have to network, you have to go out and build brand awareness. And Asher's really good at this. And everyone knows who Asher is. And when, when Asher comes to a meeting or a party or um, any other event that we have in our networking business, he's always dressed to the T. He, he looks phenomenal all the time. He comes sharp, rehearsed. He has a pen, a pad. He's ready to learn. He's treating everybody with respect and dignity, right? He, he comes with consistency, right? And character. And these are, you know, two of the three C's that encompass branding. And so it's, it's really important to, when you're out there, every decision that you make has to, has to be uh, uh, brand oriented. Like, Hey, does this, does this party that I'm going to, does this, does this mix with my brand? right? Does this post that I'm making mix with my brand? Does, you know, the person I'm dating <laughs> mix with my brand, right? Does, are the partnerships that I'm making mix with my brand? Because this is only going to make you make you stronger and more confident and, and build the legacy that, that you guys want in your, in your business. Man, man, I can't, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, Another another thing that um, I like to add in there is I'm a note taker uh, and I heard through the grapevine that note takers are money makers. So I also have included a couple of footnotes um, of how to transition from identity to branding. So when I ask the question, who are you? Well, first, once you find out who you are, how do you incorporate this, incorporate this into your brand? Well, first of all, you've got we're talking about, you know, mainly your online brand, um, not limited to online, but mainly your online brand, because that's the world we live in. That's what we're evolving and adapting to of our new landscape and ecosystem of how we conduct and generate business. So incorporating who you are into your brand. So like Scott mentioned. I am not ashamed to post my faith, post that I am a believer, um, post that I love Jesus Christ and I want to share the gospel with the whole world. I'm unashamed and unapologetically me. Also, I love my family, so I don't hesitate to post pictures of my sons, of my wife and us out, you know, living life together, sharing life with other friends and family members, that's who I am. So I take that and I share that. The key word here is share. You have to share with your audience who you are. And that's how you incorporate, incorporate your identity into your brand is by sharing it, sharing it online, sharing it at gatherings, sharing it at the grocery store, sharing it while you are in line at Starbucks. Right. You're going to people are going to notice you for who you are. So when you share more of who you are, you are incorporating your brand into everything that you do, because who you are needs to be who you needs to be where you are everywhere you go. Let me say that again. Who you are needs to be where you are everywhere you go. And that's how you create brand awareness. Secondly, how did you become who you are was the second question that I asked. Well, Go back to your story. 
When I say your story to your childhood, you being an adolescent, you being a young adult, now you being a mature adult, now you being an entrepreneur, what are some of the things that shaped you, that molded you? Was it your upbringing? Did you have, for me, my dad was a pastor growing up. That was a part of my shaping. That was a part of my molding. Intricately, it formed me into who I am today. And I am emulating what I grew up with, this formed my character. So I tell my story on a daily basis. People tell, but stories sell. So when you share your story with people, it's not fabricated, right? When you're telling, hey, this is how I grew up. I had a rough childhood. I had a, I was, just had my mom with me, or I didn't have my dad with me, or I did have my dad with me. Whatever your story is, it's so powerful because it's pertinent to you. It's not made up. You don't have to think about it. And when you tell it, you can speak with emotion and you can be articulate. And then people can relate to it because there's probably a whole community of people that didn't grow up with their dad or didn't grow up with their mom or had two great parents or maybe a whole community of people that did have a pastor for a father. So these things are things you need to share. Once again, that's a key word here that I'm going to continue to use because I really want you to take that away is don't be afraid to not only share, but tell your story online and to everyone that you meet. Let it be the way you walk, the way you talk. You are a walking book. You are a walking story. So anytime somebody meets you, you open up your book to them and you share your story of who you are, how you became that way, when you have the time and when, when the situation permits, but especially online. Make sure you're telling a story. Number three, what is unique about you? Well, you are rare. Breaking news. You are one of one. There are no others created like you. You have a palm, you have a fingerprint. There's only one. How rare and how valuable is that? You got to think of yourself as a gem, as a diamond, as something that the world has never seen before. So when you put this out to the world, people can say, wow, I've never seen that before. You don't want them to say, man, <laughs> seen that before. Oh, here we go again. Wow. On my timeline, he just fits into the scroll. Wow, there's another agent saying the same thing, another agent saying the same thing, another agent doing the same thing. You want to jump out, like you said, and be the purple cow and be that person that just, when you walk into the room, distinctively, everyone can say, who is that? Or, wow, I remember him because of the way that he dresses, the way that he carries himself, his charisma, his energy, his attitude. These are the things that are pertinent to me. So I don't hesitate to be who I am because it makes me me. It makes me unique and it makes me stand out. Number four, being authentic is valuable. Be you, everyone else is taken. You've got to dig deep and realize how valuable you are and your contribution to the marketplace, to your family, to your church, to your to society. Your contribution is absolutely necessary. People need it. They're looking for something new. They're looking for something different. They're not looking for the carbon copy. They're looking for the individual that is bold enough and courageous enough to step out and be themselves. And people are attracted to it like crazy. You be you would be astonished the more you share your story, be yourself, how many more people are gonna find you more relatable and how your engagement will pick up. Number five, 
being yourself is easy. You don't have to try to be yourself. We talked about that earlier. Present yourself and your brand while you are being authentically you. Man, that was good. I I want to be Asher right now. <laughs> <laughs> man, I love you, man. Like you just fire me up. I love it. Is is there any questions? Does this resonate with with anybody on the call? Is is there anything, is there any reservations or hesitancy to being yourself online? Does it, does it feel unnatural? Does it feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to gauge, right, the audience here. Like, does this, is this relatable? Does this make sense? Or are we just blowing hot air out here? Hey, Asher. Yeah. I, um, I just showed up and like, I heard you for five seconds and I want to go sell like a million dollars worth of real estate right now. <laughs> you always, always, you put just such a great mood into my day in particular. And because of you, I went on social media. I didn't have any, I was really against it. I haven't had it in five years. And I kid you not, every time I post something, I think of you because you're like, just be yourself. And it's been great. I mean, I haven't had it. And I think it's like five years since I've used like all these gifts and stuff. And oh, my God, I'm going crazy with the filters. Yes, I know. But it's so much fun. And I'm getting so much traction. And right. and I I love it. And and I think of you, you should know. And I'm, I, I'm sorry I'm late. I was in a coaching, but I'm so glad I caught you. Awesome. Awesome. And I, I really appreciate that. See, you guys, this stuff actually works. We're not just saying it to entertain you today like this is this is us bringing value that we've already tried it's true we know that it works and it can work for anybody and if you probably haven't been getting the engagement that you've been looking for online it's probably because you're not sharing your story and you're following the assembly line of realtors just pitching to everybody how they can help them buy or sell You've got to shake things up. Like Scott said, you've got to change the verbiage. Um, anybody else? Is there anybody else who maybe struggles with sharing their story? Maybe your story isn't the best story and you don't you don't know if you're comfortable sharing it with others. Is there any situations like that? I mean, I want to try to address these things. You guys hear me? Yes. Awesome. My car's on full self-driving, so I'm being safe. Uh I think one of the things that I, I struggle with is not necessarily sharing the story as much as some of the technical stuff that goes into organizing. Hey, what am I sharing? When am I sharing? Is there any editing that goes into that? Do I have the right like technical setup? You know, and it's interesting to see kind of ebbs and flow of high quality production versus the authentic. Like, hey, I'm just walking down the sidewalk, you know, with my front facing camera on, sharing a, a tidbit. So I think it, it's not necessarily lack of desire or even lack of creativity as much as just like there seems to be such an overwhelming sense of how many things can be done or what should be done. So I guess I, I don't know if there's a like, how do you start or come to a conclusion say, hey, you know, at least for the next month, this is what I'm committed to. And this is technically how I'm going to do it. But this is a great question. This is, this is called analysis paralysis, right? And you're aware of this. Um, so the thing that you have to do is just start posting. Just start making your videos. If you overthink it, like like you said, then you're just going to be stuck in limbo, right? And then and then you're feeling like you're not doing anything, which doesn't feel good, right? So just start just start posting it. You know, uh, 
one of my favorite people, Jordan Peterson, he says, just go down a road, right? It's not a waste of time and, and it's not a waste of resources or, or anything like that. You just figured out if that road is the road you need to continue to go down or you need to, you know, put a barrier there and go on to the next road. But at least you figured out that the roads in front of you, that road is not one of them, right? So just, just start posting and you don't overthink it. If it, if it looks good, if it looks bad, or if it's getting a hundred views or, you know, 5,000 views, just start putting it out there. That way you'll get to know what you like and what you need. And then it will, it, it will actually become a little more simple. You'd be like, Oh, I need, I need a mic. I just go to Best Buy and pick that up. Oh, I need, you know, a camera. Okay. I'll, I'll go there. Um, but the, the best videos that I have right now on my social media are me just randomly going on and feeding my chickens and making my wife coffee, doing the dishes, you know, and take taking my kids to school. And I'm just filming myself saying, Hey, don't, don't forget to take your kids to school today. Don't forget to, you know, make your wife coffee today. You know, all these things that, you know, a husband and a father would encompass and literally people around town who I, I don't even know, watch my stories are like, Hey, don't, don't forget to, you know, change oil today. They're like yelling at me in town. You know, I'm in, I'm in Auburn, I'm in a small town, but it's just, fun. I'm like, man, this, this really is funny. Like people think this is funny and they, they enjoy watching it. So just put it out there and then, and then uh, smooth it out along the way. And it's going to be a beautiful ride for you. Scott, I want to, I want to piggyback off that really quick is Evolution. We're going to stick with that word for right now. That's the basis of my response here is you're going to evolve. If you look at my timeline four years ago, when I started in real estate, it doesn't look like my timeline today. Every video is a rehearsal. Every video is practice. You're going to be able to take down data from every video. Wow, that video didn't get much views. Wow, I didn't think a video of me waking up in the morning and, and just telling everybody to have a good day was going to get 4,000 views, but people really needed that that morning, I guess. Okay. And I did that with my front facing camera data log. Okay. That worked. Okay. You know what? Now I'm going to go get the mic. Now I'm going to go get uh, maybe a, a lens that I can put on, or maybe I'm going to get a DSLR camera and I'll be able to set those up and then I'll have my info videos and those will be my high quality videos. I'll do those one time a week starting. Okay. You know what? Maybe I'll do them two times a week. Now you've got a combination of things that worked, things that didn't work. Then you table those. And then you just continue to get better at your craft as you go. You don't have to be perfect to start. And if you start to think you have to be perfect to start, you take so much time trying to perfect yourself before you start. By the time you get ready to start, you're like, is this good enough? You, you, you continue to, to get in the, get in a cycle of second guessing yourself and second guessing what you can do. And like Scott says, it's just start. And then you have to, you have to start to see what type of engagement you're going to receive, right? Cause you can look at other people's videos and you might do the same video and might, may not get the same response from your audience. So you've got to do what works for you and your audience. And the only way you figure that out is through calibration and evolution of you starting something and evolving through the process. Cause yeah. you're going to find exactly what videos, you know, and then if you, if you really keep track of a law chronologically at what time did that video 
you know, get the best response. Try the same video three times throughout the day, maybe week over week. All right, I did that video at noon. I did that video at eight, got nothing. I did that video at five, boom, I got a thousand views. Okay, great. That video works here. And I have literally done that. And now I've come down to my own science, my own formula of what works for me at what times and what doesn't. And you rule those things out. So hopefully that answers your question. I got a yeah, thumbs, thumbs up, up. So that means that means good. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Asher's way more organized than I am. He's just he's put together and I just I just love this man. I think I said that like five times, but um uh for me it's like I don't want it to become a job. So documenting my life, you know, just kind of raw and then making some reels every now and then is works great for me. It gets it gets me attention online. Um, and then I don't go insane, you know, trying to figure out how to, how to make, create content and, um, and then, you know, figure out when to post at 7 PM or 5 AM. And these are excellent tools, you know, for certain personality types, but if it's going to make you go crazy and then just freeze and not do anything, then just start, just start posting. And, um, like I said, or like Asher said, everyone is unique. And so, just post who you are. It's going to be, there's freedom in this, you guys, like there's freedom. Like you, you heard, um, uh, Asher's friend speak and say, Hey, like I just started doing this and she was so excited, you know, to start posting and it's, it's just fun. And there's, there's freedom in being who you are, um, obviously. And so it's going to make your business much, much happier, your home life, much happier, uh, just being who you are and not worrying about, um, you know, how to, how to copy everybody else. And, and how, you know, this person got 10,000 views and I got 400. It, do, it doesn't matter. We need to sell, you know, 20, 30, 40 houses in a year. We don't, we don't need to, you know, we don't need 10, 20,000 views and, and leads in, in our pipeline. Right. We just need to close 20, 30, 40 deals, depending on, you know, who you are and, and your situation. But, um, I just want to remind you guys of that. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. I know we're two minutes over, but I definitely want to say this now, different strokes for different folks. What I mean by that is for Scott, he doesn't want to make it feel like a job. So he casually will post and do things that he loves to do. That's who he is. It's easy and nonchalantly him, right? And that is enough to bring people's attention and captivate them and then also retain people's attention because they know what to look for when Scott posts. He's established his brand. So they are now attracted to that and they are entertained by that. Therefore, his audience is retained. So for me, I've done about 98% of my business by way of social media. So for me, I treat social media like a job. I treat it like a business. I don't treat it like a hobby and I don't treat it or, or I don't go about it casually because it is the lifeblood of my business. So everything that I do, I base it off of documenting my story, documenting who I am and documenting what I do. And I intertwine all of these things and I continue to figure out when are the best times to post. So if you want to go deep into social media, 
There is an algorithm that you have to crack and tap into to, to have a better engagement and build a stronger audience. And another thing that was so true that Scott said is you don't need 10,000 views. You, you, don't, you don't have to be Insta famous. If you think about it, if you get 100 views, that's 100 people that watch your video. And if you make sure that you follow and get everyone you know in your social circle on your social media, if those are 100 people that you know, that's a that's a good audience to pitch to. <laughs> 100 people is a lot of people to be pitching to. If you right. really think about it, let alone 200 people, 300 people, 400 people, 500 people. My God, that is a lot of people to talk to. If you're trying to sell 20 homes in a year and you're talking to 500 people, those odds are pretty good. So you don't have to have 10,000 views to, to sell real estate because I don't get 10,000 views on all my posts. I'm somewhere between 200 and 700 on a on majority of my posts. But when you think about it, those odds are great and it helps me sell 20 plus homes a year. And it's going to continue to build as I build my database and my pipeline. But that's another another session. So we're not going to go there um, today. So you guys got to join us next <laughs> Monday because it's going to yeah. be action packed. Yeah, yeah, we could go another 30 minutes easy. Lisa, Jesse, uh, do you guys want to go ahead and close it out? I don't want to, you know, overextend our stay here. <laughs> Oh, no, guys, that was incredible. And everyone, make sure you come back next week because it's four weeks of this kind of fire from these guys. So they got different topics every week. So make sure you join us. Hey, thank you guys for watching next week. Next week, let me just uh, leave you guys with that. Let's go to. And if you guys have Linktree with your all, right, all your itinerary. business and personal social media. The, uh, there's some folks in the chat that wanted your your work business pages as well. Okay, so next week we are doing strategic planning and networking. Scott, go in the chat, drop your Instagram and Facebook, Asher underscore J underscore Bell. All right, I am going to put my Instagram. That's where you can find me on Instagram. And I am, let me see, on Facebook. And my Facebook. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Yes, uh, we're awesome. looking thank to you, see Lisa. you all next week. Lisa, yep. Jesse, we thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to share this platform to build. That's why I love EXP is we all work together no matter where we are to help build this dream and this vision. This is an amazing family to be a part of. And we look forward to seeing you guys all next week. Scott, thank you so much. Um, get ready for next Monday. It's going to be action packed. We'll see you guys then. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.